Welcome to Talking Mopars episode number 150. This is a replay of the Facebook and YouTube live stream episode that I recorded late into Saturday night discussing my trip to Holly's Mo Party 2022 with my friend Matt from Big Blocks Garage and what a great time we had. A week after Mo Party, I actually flew down to Arizona to hang out with some of my other Mopar friends at the Duct Tape Drags at Tucson Dragway. So the next episode of the show will be a recap of that awesome event as well. So stay tuned for that, but right now we got to recap Mo Party 2022. So without further ado, if you are a Mopar enthusiast then you are in the right place. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into the best Mopar enthusiast-driven podcast on planet Earth, and I'm your host, Chris Albrecht, better known as the Mopar Hunter, and this is Talking Mopars. You're listening to Talking Mopars with the Mopar Hunter, your direct connection to all things Mopar. What am I doing at 1.10 a.m. on a sun? And there goes my phone. Oh, cool, neat. <laughs> Let's go ahead and mute that phone. Um, I don't expect anybody to join me live, but I really didn't feel like getting uh, Adobe on and all that fun stuff wow there's four people in here already <laughs> you guys are insane almost as crazy as i am um it's been a while since i've been live man and i know i promised everybody a recap of holly's mo party and i just haven't gotten around to it yet i've been really busy between mo party <laughs> so i went to mo party and the week after i had a really long week at work and then <laughs> it was off to the duct tape drags so I really wanted to do a recap of just Holly's Mo Party out of respect for both events. So this episode, I don't know how long this is going to be, but it's going to be a recap of Holly's Mo Party because it has become one of my favorite events of the year. Um, so many events. Now I have now I have three favorite events of the year um, as far as going out and traveling. One of them is Muscle Cars at the Strip in Las Vegas. And that's happening in March. So that's my next stop. I'll be heading to Las Vegas for muscle cars at the strip. Um, it's super late tonight. I uh, I got my Roadrunner home finally. So that's a whole nother story in itself. Um, we might touch on that a little bit. But um, I really wanted to talk about Mo Party. But uh, like I said, so muscle cars at the strip in Las Vegas, that usually happens every spring. That's uh, a favorite of mine. Holly's Mo Party in the late summer is now another favorite of mine and then for the first time i was able to attend the duct tape drags in tucson arizona at tucson dragway which was a lot of fun um i didn't expect it to be that fun so i'll probably do <laughs> um an episode about uh duct tape drags as well but uh i did want to talk about holly's mo party it happens usually um this was the third annual Mo Party. I didn't make the first one. I did make last year's and it was so much fun. Um, this year, uh, I didn't go with as many people, but I had just as much fun. Um, this year, the plan. So last year I flew out to Nashville, rented a Ram truck and drove to Bowling Green, Kentucky to Beach Bend Raceway Park where Mo Party is held every year and met all my friends there. This year, 
I opted to fly into Arkansas and do a 10 hour road trip with my friend, Matt. You may know him as big block, um, host of, uh, big blocks garage, the podcast, which is coming back soon. So I encourage you guys to, uh, follow and, uh, subscribe to, uh, I think he's just going to call it big blocks garage. It used to be mad fro Monroe on big blocks garage, but if you want to follow Matt, he's a great dude. Get some great content. You can find him at Big Blocks Garage on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and uh, YouTube, and then in the podcast realm, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, so I fly out to uh, XNA Airport in Arkansas. Super small airport. It's the smallest airport I've ever been to. Um, and uh, met up with Matt, and our friend Chris Maddox was gracious enough to loan us his challenger, his modern challenger. And uh, we road tripped out to uh, Bowling Green. So I got to see Arkansas, Missouri, um, a little uh, glimpse of Illinois, and then uh, obviously Kentucky. And I have to say, it was an amazing road trip. God, I love the country. It's so nice out there. In fact, so I'm from the Seattle area for those of you for those of you that don't know. Sorry, I'm having a hard time talking today. It's been a long day. Um, but I'm from the Seattle area. And for every, for anyone that knows the West Coast, right now it's a complete dump. <laughs> and I get to Arkansas and I'm looking at the streets and I tell Matt, I'm like, it is so clean here. And he was like surprised. And uh, I don't think he quite understands what a shithole Seattle has become. It is ridiculous. And the streets are so clean in Arkansas. You could eat off the gutter <laughs> in Seattle. That's not the case. You could try, but you might get poked with a needle <laughs> or something crazy like that. But every time I go to these other places, they're so nice compared to where I'm from. And Seattle used to be a beautiful city. It has gone to shit. Um, it seems like it's worse every time I go down there too. The homeless encampments, uh, the graffiti all over the freeway walls. It's just, it's ridiculous. And then I go to a place like Arkansas, the in the Walmart capital, <laughs> like Walmart HQ is in Matt's hometown. And it's so clean. Um, I was blown away by that. So we make the road trip out. We do a live from the road. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, but the, the week of Mo Party, um, Blaine from Holly, he's like the event guy, um, super cool dude, uh, hits me up and he says, Hey man, would you like to be a judge? <laughs> We're going to do something a little different this year. We're going to have like celebrity judges, you know, celebrity judges. So I'm like, of course, <laughs> like I would love to. And it's for the truck and SUV class, uh, which I thought was funny. Um, especially since I don't have my tin grill anymore. The Mr. Norm truck is now gone. But I, I still love trucks, love them to death. And uh, I was like, absolutely, I will 100% be a judge at Holly's Mo Party. So we road trip out there, we get to Mo Party, we get an Airbnb. For one, if you travel, screw hotel, hotel rooms, okay? Get Airbnbs. They're way better, and you can probably get them for cheaper. So we get this awesome Airbnb. In the same parking lot as the Mellow Mushroom, which is a great pizza joint. You get some drinks there. Really awesome place. Um, and it's right by the, 
I forget the name of the <laughs> the Chrysler dealership, but there's like an old Plymouth Chrysler dealership. Um, it's no longer that, of course, it's like a church now, but they have this huge painting on uh, the back of the building. And it's a really cool, like a mural for awesome shots and stuff. Um, very, very cool. Uh, Dean, what's up, buddy? Thanks for joining me. And everybody else that's joining me right now, uh, live, either on Facebook or YouTube. What's up? Thanks for joining me. It's really late. I don't know what you're doing. You should be asleep. So should I. But here we are. Um, I uh, I definitely see a lot more rubbish than other people, Dean. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, <laughs> so Bowling Green's just a great city. I love Bowling Green. Um, you know, it's the second time I've ever been to Kentucky, and it's it's just a, a great little college town. And Beach Bend Raceway Park is a great venue for an event, um, especially one like Mo Party. And this year was a little bit different because they had an off-road course, like an off-road challenge. Really cool to see some Ram TRXs out there just doing work. Um, I really wish I would have got to spend more time out there um, at the off-road portion of the event. But this event, I, I came to the realization this year because last year, I had a really hard time going live. The connection wasn't good. This year, the connection was great. Um, so I did some live video, but it's it's tough because I go on these these trips to these events, and I I, I go. It's work for me, you know. I, I make money doing this kind of stuff, and it's not a lot, but sometimes I can make enough to pay for the trips. Um, so it's hard for me to really just take in the event and really enjoy it for myself. I mean, I do, but I know if I wasn't concentrating on content that I could just go and enjoy myself, talk to people like I usually do, but just on a different level. And it's really hard to concentrate on creating content when I'm going there to have a good time. And uh, I went there, did a bunch of lives, did a lot of 30 second reel content, um, but uh, it it's just one of those events where you have so much going on that it's hard for one person to cover everything. And that's what I've been running into lately. It's coming to the point where I'm like, I need to build a team. <laughs> you know, I need to have like a team of people with me, but I just can't afford that yet. So I'm at this weird, I'm in this weird area, this weird gray area where I'm like not big enough to have a team to help me, but also there's too much content for me to get it all myself again the biggest disappointment for this year's Holly's Mo party was that I just didn't spend much, if any time at all on the drag strip, which is crazy because I love drag racing, but I also love car shows and I love talking to the people. I love the swap meet because Holly's Mo party you get. Okay. So they had the new off-road course this year. You have a, a giant swap meet. You have a giant car show. You have Dodge thrill rides. Um, uh, why am I, uh, um, cones, <laughs> they have a, a racing course where like you can do time trials and stuff on this big pad. They have a general Lee jump. They have where they jump a general Lee car. Um, and, uh, uh, what I say? Thrill rides. They have the, uh, road course, obviously the general Lee jump, the drag racing, the pits are huge. <laughs> uh, so there's just so much to see. And it's, uh, Man, it, it's just a crazy event. They obviously have a vendor's midway as well. Um, so there's just so much to take in. And the car show, especially this year, it wasn't a burden. I, I was honored to be a judge. 
but it really did shift my focus a little bit because I had to concentrate on checking out all the trucks. And thankfully, my taste in trucks is very, very wide. I love the modern trucks. Obviously, I love the classic trucks from the swept lines and the old pilot house trucks and stuff to the uh, tin grills. And then first gens are awesome. And then you got second gen Rams and then everything past that. So many trucks. Um, there was like five that I really enjoyed, including I'm sure you guys have seen it. If you've been following my content, the A100 with the legitimate Superbird wing. OK, the wing on that thing is worth 10 of those trucks. Um, that was so off the wall. It was ratty, but it still had some personality, total street machine vibe, um, with a real super bird wing. So of course me being me, I was like, that's definitely in the top five. There was also a really cool swept line that was, um, it, it was different. Uh, normally with swept lines these days, you see a lot of modern Hemi swaps, which is really cool. I love modern Hemi swaps, obviously. Um, but, uh, this one had a 440 out of an A12 car. The six-pack was taken off of it, but still, nonetheless, it was a 440 from a six-pack car, a legitimate A12. Very cool truck, very well done. It wasn't flashy like you see a lot of trucks that are like bright blues, bright reds, you know, greens, things like that. This one was, um, there's like a, uh, a, a desert sand color that Mopar came out with recently. And it looked really good on the truck, black wheels. It was it was a, an amazing truck. So that was definitely in my top five. There was a beautiful little red express. The truck was gorgeous. It was on Keystones. It looked amazing. There was another first gen uh, Ram that uh, was a Uteline, had some beautiful, gorgeous stacks on it, and giant custom cut slotted aluminum wheels. They were absolutely phenomenal. That was another top truck. And uh, it, it was really, I thought it would be easier to be a judge. But the problem is, you know, you want to make everybody happy, but you also want to make a good pick. And I just couldn't get past how clean that swept line or that uh, swept line. The swept line was clean. And it was, it was probably my second pick. It was probably second place. Third place would probably go to the... Uh, I, I'll call it gunmetal gray first gen Ram um, with a custom slot wheels. Uh, but the little red express was just so clean. It had the cleanest tin grill I've ever seen. Um, amazing. Just so many cool trucks, man. It was really hard. And then of course, while I'm judging, I'm going, Hey man, are vans included in that? Cause they didn't have a van class, but my friend, Sean Thomas, you may know him as Sean fat guy or a fat tire guy, Thomas. Um, he's got the yellow submarine, the moon eyes, hot wheel tribute van. I've been wanting to see that thing in person for a long time. And so I get backward from the Holly guys that yes, vans are included in the truck and SUV class, which I wish that had been clarified a little bit earlier. And I really, you know, Sean's van is just so cool. And you guys know me, I'm a van guy. Oh, I'm also a tin grill truck guy. So it's was like, oh man, they really made this hard. So obviously Sean's van was up there in the top five. Um, just a really hard pick. But, you know, when it all boiled down to it, I got I got uh, in touch with the uh, head of marketing at Holly. And he wanted to see my picks. So we went around on the golf cart and I showed him all my picks. And 
I, I showed him the red, um, the little red, and he agreed that, you know, it had the story. It was a beautiful truck and it just, it fit the bill for first place. And it looked really good on the, on the trophy parade. Cause they did a little parade around the, uh, the burnout pit. Cause that was another event that they had a giant burnout contest, um, which was a lot of fun too. But uh, yeah, the, the little red express, uh, I just couldn't get over that truck is the way I decided to judge was like, you, you know, you go to those shows and they have like the judging forms and you go through and check all the boxes and score it. Basically, that's not the way I judged. I judged based on if I had to take one truck SUV or van home with me, which one would I take home? Which one would I put in my garage? That's how I judged um, the trucks, vans and SUVs. And that little red express would have went home with me. <laughs> That's a, I'm also a huge fan of little red express trucks. And I would like that to be my next tin grill, but um, it, it was just so nice. So make my pick. Um, and I'm trying to get, like I said, I went there with the intention to get a bunch of content. I was able to do a bunch of lives. So if you haven't seen the live uh, streams that I did from the event, you can go check those out. Pretty fun. Um, but just an amazing event. God, I love that show. It's just so cool. There's nothing better than an event. Like, I, I, I kept calling it a car show. And it's really not just a car show. It's an event. Because they have so many events within this event that it just makes it... There's just too much to do. <laughs> there really is. You got drag racing going on. You got the tire squealing, people crushing cones. Just a lot of fun. Um, so, uh... Man, um, Holly's one show that I will have to make it to every year. Um, uh, there's a couple shows like that. Holly's now one of them, um, much like Muscle Cars at the Strip. Uh, I love Vegas. <laughs> I, I love that event. Um, shout out to Phil and Jill Painter and Bill Adams and everybody else associated with uh, Muscle Cars at the Strip. Great event. Can't wait to go back again in March. Um, but back to Holly's Mo Party. The pits alone, you could spend a whole day just looking at all the race cars in the pits. Um, and I, one thing I love is seeing vehicles that I've seen in articles, in magazines, or on the internet. Um, the internet has made it really fun because you see all these different builds. And if you get a chance to see them in person, it's just so much fun. Like there's a 73, I believe it's a Roadrunner. It could be a satellite clone to be a Roadrunner. But it was just murdered out, had a Gen 3 Hemi in it with the, I think it was Pro-Charged, if I remember right. It was either Pro-Charged or Supercharged. Um, that's another thing. It's hard to keep track of all the vehicles you look at, too. Um, but that thing was gorgeous. And next to that was a 70 uh, Challenger RT, uh, original V-Code car that was a drag car, which I respected a lot. Um, there was a Lime Green Superbird drag car. Of course, it was a tribute, but still, it was a wing car drag car, which is awesome. Um, that was another one of my favorites. Um, I got to see the Brockton, jo uh, the Brockton Dodge, uh, Charger Daytona. Um, the one that had a vinyl top installed and, um, it had never been titled or registered or technically sold. Uh, that was a really cool car. Um, that was my pick for best in show because of course, <laughs> you know, um, a good turnout of wing cars. I like it when they do the wing car parade because they get all the wing cars and they even let the A100 with the Superbird wing uh, do the 
um, wing car parade, which I thought was cool. Um, ah, super God, that event. I always have this period of depression when we start getting into fall and winter, uh, especially this year that I'm not going to SEMA. But I know that the season's over for me and I have to wait until spring to kick back up and uh, get back out to these events. But there is, I haven't talked about this publicly yet, but uh, there is, I, I am doing one more trip and I don't want to go into too many details right now. It's actually somewhat local to me. Um, I just don't want to spill the beans on it quite yet because it's going to be awesome. Uh, so stay tuned. That'll be coming up here in, let's see what day is it, a couple weeks. I'm going to take a little weekend getaway and uh, show you guys some really cool stuff. This Where I'm going is going to be epic. Um, I know a lot of people have covered it, but you haven't covered it like I have. So uh, it's actually... Uh, I'm calling it a two for one trip because I'm, I'm planning on hitting two special Mopar destinations. One of them's not technically all Mopar, but that's all I'll say about that. The other one is absolutely Mopar and it's a very well-known place. Um, so I'll be, I'll be making that trek. So stay tuned for that. Um, but back to Moparty, what an, what an awesome event. If you guys have a chance, even if you have to fly into Nashville or somewhere and rent a vehicle to drive up to Bowling Green and check it out, it is an amazing event. Everybody's cool there. I actually got, once again, one thing that I love is when I go to these events and I see people wearing my Tin Grill shirts that they got off Amazon because I don't really advertise them anymore. So seeing these people and talking to them and finding out that their wives bought these shirts for Christmas or their birthdays is just awesome. So when I see the shirts that I've made being worn by people and I walk right by them, they don't even know <laughs> that I'm the guy who created the shirts. Very, very cool. Shout out to all the people I met at Holly's Mo Party. Um, it's really cool running into people that listen to the show. And, you know, it's almost like you know them, but more like they know you because, they, you know, they listen to the show. I'm like, oh, you're Chris from Talking Mopars. And it's like, it makes me feel really good that people listen to the show from all over the country, all over the world. That is awesome. Um, but yeah. If you get the chance, you you owe it to yourself to go to an event like Holly's Mo Party. I love when these events have a car show, drag racing, because you're sitting there looking at all the cars and you're hearing the the drag racing and you're hearing the tires squealing um, from the road course. So much fun. Everybody's having a good time. And then you go to the swap meet and you see all the cool parts. And they had a uh, in the swap meet. There was two vehicles that really stood out to me. One of them was a little red express for three grand and it was a ratty pile of shit but you know how much i love ratty piles of shit this thing was awesome three grand no engine or transmission which is perfect <laughs> for me um man if i had three grand and a way to get that thing home that thing would have came home with me i'll tell you that right now uh so <clears throat> the uh the little red express was definitely uh, one of my favorites in the swap meet, but they had a butterscotch A12 Super B. And from the looks of it, it was pretty original. Um, no price listed or anything, but I can imagine how much money it was going for. Um, I actually thought when I was looking at the car doing video on it, some guy comes up to me and he works for Steven's Performance. And if you're a Mopar guy, you know that Steven's Performance has probably the most epic Mopar boneyard in the country, the United States. <laughs> so this guy... Because so so what's the big deal about this car? 
<laughs> and I looked at him and I, I saw that he worked for Steven's performance. I'm like, oh, you're trolling me right now. <laughs> I thought he was trolling me. He wasn't trolling me. It turns out that that was like the maintenance guy for like the guy that cuts the grass and shit at Steven's performance. So he really didn't know what was so special about that car because everybody was stopping and looking at it. So I had to explain to him, you know, hey, this is less than 2000 of the A12s made. This is what's special about them. You know, M code 446 pack. Um, EL5, super rare color, butterscotch in a Dodge, Bahama yellow in a Plymouth. So I'm talking to him and I'm like, this guy has to be trolling me. And he really says he doesn't know. He's more of a Chevy guy. And I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. <laughs> you know, this guy works at Steven's performance. It was crazy. But um, I also got to see uh, Brianna and Keaton White. Congratulations on uh, their recent marriage. And uh, I got to see Brianna's awesome Roadrunner again. And Keaton, I got to see his charger. He's got a uh, pro-charged uh, charger that is, uh, it's it's an awesome little resto mod. I love that. Love that charger. Um, so I got to talk to them again. And obviously my friend Sean Thomas with the, uh, the yellow submarine van. Um, uh, a guy named Shane. So this is this is another one of my favorite cars that I've ever seen. This guy, Shane, has this Coronet. It's old school Coronet. So like 66, 67. And it's like old school drag racer. And he built this thing with all parts that he had just laying around. And then he collected. He's a big Moroso um, collector. So he had all this old shit. And he's actually a member of um, the Brotherhood of Street Racers. Um, which, if you know, in street racing lore and legend... Um, was the uh, club founded by Big Willie Robinson um, that had the King Daytona. So it was really cool talking to him. He told me that he had the privilege of sitting in a room with not only Big Willie Robinson, but Dandy Dick Landy at DLI, Dick Landy Industries, um, in Dick's office talking old street racing stories. And I was like, wow, you were literally a fly on the wall in that conversation. <laughs> And uh, so we're going to get Shane on the show because um, his car was just so cool. And if you go back and look through the reels, you can't miss it. It's probably the most popular reel I've posted in a long time. It's got like, I don't know, 70 something thousand um, views, but a very cool car. So old school street racer. <laughs> um, very cool. But that that guy's awesome. Um, so shout out to Tater. Tater, if you're listening to this, we'll get you on the show very soon. Um, I can't wait to talk to him, get some more details about the stories that he was hearing and, um, you know, his history and, uh, his build. Cause it was a very awesome car after talking to him, <laughs> after I talked to the marketing guy, the, the, the head marketing guy at Holly, uh, I really wanted to take back my best of show and give it to Shane because that car is just so cool. It, it's a ratty shit box. And you know that I say that with love because I love those types of cars and this car was perfect. Um, so if you haven't seen it, like I said, go check out my reels. You will definitely see it. You can't miss it. Um, it's the gold digger, the gold digger. Uh, what a cool car that was. Um, and then just so, so much stuff to see. I could sit here and tell you all about the cars and I got to meet, how could I forget this? I got to meet Mr. Norm Jr. I got to meet Mr. Norm's son in person finally so shout out to lee norm jr 
Um, super nice guy. I, you know, he was the first person that I almost felt embarrassed telling him that I traded the Mr. Norm truck. Uh, cause I always wanted, I had this dream of wanting to take the glove box off. And since I couldn't get Mr. Norm to sign it to have Norm Jr. sign it, I thought that would be really cool. If I still had the truck, I probably would have did that. But uh, I felt embarrassed telling him, yeah, I know. I traded the truck and he already knew, but I, I just felt like I had to you know, say it again to his face. But super cool guy. Couldn't be nicer. I met his wife. Um, just really cool. Uh, I'm so happy that he's keeping his dad's legacy alive. Um, and as you can see behind me, if you're watching this live, um, I do still have all my Mr. Norm's memorabilia. I could not give that away with the truck. It's just so cool. Um, I even have a really cool print of um, Mr. Norm's uh, dealership. It's like a painting. Um, super cool. I need to put that up on the wall. But um also got to run into my buddy Tommy Marauder. And one drag race that I did get to see is I got to see him run a low 10-second quarter mile in his 1320 on nitrous which was a lot of fun. So shout out to you, Tommy. We got to get him back on the show. Um, gosh, just uh, what a fun, fun event. Uh, it's one that I, I like. I can't say this enough. It's just one that I, I can't miss anymore. Um, plus, Holly is so hospitable and gracious to me. Um, I get a media pass when I go, so I, I get access to certain things that regular spectators don't. So I get a little closer to the action, which is a lot of fun. I'm right on the... Um, right on the wall on the other side of the fence for the burnout competition, which is awesome. I got some really cool footage of the general lead jump um, and the aftermath, especially I got to get up and close to the car and see what kind of damage happens to this thing. When you send a 69 charger on a crown Vic chassis, 20 feet in the air off of a ramp and have it land um, the cage popped through the roof. It was just mangled. This thing was, absolutely mangled blew out the radiator and they fired the car up and drove it away <laughs> um tires blew out on it just awesome carnage loved it and it's like you know the body of a 69 charger had to die but um, uh, you can construct one of those out of uh out of amd sheet metal so seeing uh we'll call it an amd charger on top of a crown vic just get destroyed was pretty fun um but the aftermath, looking at the car up close, it's like, geez, these things get hammered. Um, but that was really fun. Um, the only person I ran into that uh, I really didn't care for, and I know you guys are thinking <laughs> about the guy that I like to talk shit about. Uh, the one guy you will hear me talk shit about. We won't talk shit about him today. But um, there was one guy that was monitoring the staging lanes. And I tapped him on the shoulder to ask him a question. <laughs> And uh, he, it's not like he was busy at that moment. And uh, he completely ignored me. And I was like, wow, what a dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? But other than that, everybody was super nice. Um, and uh, I actually, so Matt and I, because I had Big Block with me. Um, shout out to Big Block. Uh, we stopped at a little, um, they have like food trucks and stuff. So we stopped to eat and get something. to. Actually, we stopped to get something to drink because we were parched. It was hot. Um, and I pulled my GoPro out of my back pocket and, uh, I set that and a portable charger and a cord on the picnic table. And after we were done drinking, um, our sodas and waters, 
<laughs> I got up and I left that thing there. I left my GoPro and walked away and I didn't even notice it for like an hour. And I was like, oh, shit. we went out to get so we get something to drink. We go out to get lunch and I go, oh, shit, my GoPro's gone. And uh, I go back and uh, I'm like, where the fuck did I leave it? And I go back to the the picnic table where I know I left it and it was gone. I was like, shit. So I was super depressed. And then um, I asked one of the one of the people at that little um, that little food truck. Hey, has anybody turned in a GoPro? And one person said no. And uh, <coughs> excuse me, I turned around to walk away. And I knew there was multiple people because it was like three different trailers, um, food truck trailers. So I went up to the other one that was directly in front of the picnic table. I said, I'm sorry. Uh, excuse me. Did anybody leave a GoPro by chance? And the girl goes, yeah. And she grabbed my GoPro and the portable charger and the cord and gave it back to me. So I was like, wow. So whoever found the GoPro, thank you very, very much. You wouldn't have gotten much cool stuff on it, but uh, uh, it was just nice to know that somebody turned it in. Um, they could have easily have pocketed it. Um, it didn't have my name on it or anything. And if they would have played the content, they would have just heard my voice. Uh, so it probably would have been long gone. But some awesome, I'm guessing Mopar enthusiast, saw that somebody left their nice GoPro and their little uh, handle and stuff for it and uh, turned it in to be... Um, to be collected by the owner who's who who who's me so shout out to that person thank you very much um i if that person comes forward and you can tell me where i left it what food truck uh i'll give you a 100 bucks <laughs> that, that's how much i appreciate you not stealing my uh well i guess you wouldn't be stealing if i leave it there like a an asshole <laughs> you know what i mean so it just it it made me feel really good to be part of the Mopar community that somebody would turn a GoPro in that was otherwise, you know, you wouldn't have known it was mine, <laughs> you know, but they, they were cool and they turned it in. So thank you to whoever you were, but Holly's Mopar, uh, we ended up road tripping back, obviously, uh, 10 hours, which is, you know, it goes by really fast when, uh, one, you're not driving two, uh, you're just having a great time. And Matt is a hoot. He is hilarious. He's a great guy. Funny as hell. Um, one of the most naturally funny people I've ever met in my life. Um, and one of my best friends in the Mopar, in the Mopar community. Uh, thankfully, that's one thing I can, I can never stop saying this enough. All the friends that I've made in the Mopar community, all super cool people. And um, I don't know. I feel like anywhere in the country I go, I've got a friend. So it's, it's really cool to meet all these people. And, uh, you know, especially the people... You know, for those of you listening or watching on Facebook or YouTube, there's a lot of people that I feel like I know that I've never met in person. And when you get to meet those people in person, shake their hand, hang out with them. Um, nobody's ever disappointed me. <laughs> so it's 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 just really a humbling experience. And I just feel very grateful um, to have so many cool people. You know, uh, Dean in the chat says Holly will always be the most special company, no matter what happens, company support and backup is so important and great businesses are important to keep in the USA. You know, Holly gets a lot of flack from people because they, you know, they're a corporation, you know, and they buy up all these little companies and, you know, they, they put them under their umbrella. And a lot of people don't like that. I've never had a bad experience with Holly. 
um, especially the people. They're super nice. They treat me well. This year, I felt a little bit more welcomed than last year because last year I was kind of like the, uh, who are you again? I was like, I'm Chris from Talking Mopar's podcast. Um, so now it's like, uh, they they recognize me and they know who I am now. So it, it feels really good to be part of that in a weird way. I feel like I'm not part of the Holly family. I'm like a second cousin. <laughs> it's just it's just nice to be welcomed by a, a company and their people, you know, and it was an honor being a judge for Holly's Mo Party. I hope they ask me to be a judge again next year. I, I will absolutely do it. Um, and hopefully next year, uh, Matt and I get all of our other friends to join us again um, out there. It's just tough when you have. You know, I would love to have all my Mopar friends at an event and just party hard. <laughs> that would be fun because it's anytime you go to these events, like I was walking around and people are just handing me beers. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I, I'd be talking to somebody and someone would come up and just hand me a beer, a cold beer. And I'm like, this is great. You know, um, so shout out to everybody. God, I wish I'm also horrible with names, which really sucks. <laughs> but uh, I uh, I. I ran into so many people and actually during the burnout competition and forgive me, dude. Um, I really, it was really hard to see, <laughs> but, uh, I'm on the other side of the fence and there's like a little lull in the action. And I hear Chris, <laughs> and I'm like, no shit. And I look into the crowd. I'm like, who the fuck is in the crowd yelling my name? And, uh, there's a guy who's like, I made it. And I'm like, shit. I'm like trying to recognize who it is. And the problem with the internet, especially on Facebook and stuff, is like you see people, but you see this picture of them that's like that small, <laughs> super small. So a lot of the people like you don't recognize. And I feel like a piece of shit when I don't recognize somebody. So if, if we're ever at an event and you see me and you go, hey, Chris, and I don't know who you are, don't feel bad. I wish I did. And if you tell me and give me something to, like a car or something, um, I'll probably remember you better that way than by name. Um, but, uh, I, I appreciate each and every one of you and all the people that, uh, meet me at the shows and stuff. It's just a lot of fun. So shout out to all you guys. <laughs> Dean says it was probably Walter P. Chrysler from Sleepy Hollow <laughs> that turned in my GoPro. That's funny. Um, but yeah, Holly's Mo Party, definitely a show I'm going to go back to or an event. I keep calling it a show. See, um, an event that I, I want to hit every year. I know a lot of people are telling me I got to go to Carlisle, got to go to Carlisle. I really want to make it next year. No guarantees. It just depends on my schedule. Um, I've been at my day job for going on 10 years now. So I finally have three weeks of vacation, but the problem is it's like pulling teeth, splitting up the vacation days. Cause I would love to take a four day weekend here, four day weekend there, four day weekend over here. Um, it just doesn't work like that. So I have to be really careful and now I have three events that I will not miss. Muscle Cars at the Strip in Vegas in spring. Holly's Mo Party at the end of summer. And now Duct Tape Drags. is uh, That was an event that really caught me by surprise because I've heard from so many people. Obviously, Johnny Mopar's told me about it. Um, my friend Ruben from Muscle City Madness has told me about it. So I keep hearing from people that uh, that's a, a great show to go to. And I'm kind of like a, I don't know, I feel like I've been shunned by Motor Trend a couple times. Um, but I did go to Duct Tape, and that's uh, that's a story for a different show. <laughs> so we'll do another episode of Talking Mopars about that one. But I just wanted to give a little rundown of Holly's Party, tell you guys what a great time I had. 
and encourage you to, if you can get out to that show, come hang out with me. Let's drink a couple beers. Let's talk some Mopars. And uh, I think we'll call it, we'll call it a night. It's almost two o'clock here on the West coast. And we've gone for about 40 minutes. Um, I what I already did my talking paranormal show earlier tonight, which is a lot of fun. If you haven't checked it out yet, um, it's called talking paranormal and you can find it on Spotify. I like, I like Spotify because it allows me to not only just play it as a podcast, but you get to watch the video as well. So I encourage people to listen or watch more. So watch, um, talking paranormal is more of a, a, a show that you watch. Um, because we review videos and stuff and Matt couldn't join me tonight cause he's out at, at a show. So, um, uh, big block was missing in action today or tonight. So, uh, I was, I was riding solo and, uh, it's just a really fun show. Aside from Mopars, I really love talking about weird stuff, ghosts, Bigfoot, aliens, things like that. So if you're into that kind of stuff, then uh, go check out Talking Paranormal. Um, but that's it for Talking Mopars tonight. Thank you for joining me on this um, random live. Uh, super late at night. Um, a lot of fun. I see there's a handful of you guys hanging out. Uh, so yeah, I'll be, I'll be posting. I'll be ripping the audio from this and posting it as an audio episode. Uh, for talking Mopars, um, probably tomorrow or today now. <laughs> uh, so thanks for joining me. No Mopar left behind. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We'll catch you next time right here on Talking Mopars. There you have it, my friends. Another episode of Talking Mopars is in the books. For everything you need to know about the show, you know where to go, TalkingMopars.com. And you can reach me by emailing Chris at TalkingMopars.com or by leaving me a voicemail on my voicemail box at 209-28-MOPAR. And you just might get to hear yourself on the show. So keep sharing those Mopar stories with me and anything else that is on your Mopar addicted mind. Special thanks to my friends over at DIYHemi.com. For those of you that don't know, Blake has rebranded DIY Hemi. So although the website is still DIYHemi.com, DIY Hemi is now Sublime Technologies. So if you've been considering swapping a modern Gen 3 Hemi into your classic Mopar, then reach out to Sublime Technologies, get a hold of Blake, and tell them that I sent you. Blake has supported me from the beginning of this show, and I also support him in his mission to Hemi-swap the world. Also, don't forget how important it is to keep your Mopar protected from the elements. If you need protection for your Mopar, don't wait. Head on over to TalkingMopars.com, click on the Affiliates tab, and go get your Mopar covered today. Before we shut this podcast episode down, if you want some Talking Mopars merchandise like t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, and more, check out the merch shop on TalkingMopars.com. I'm working on some new merch now, so I will let you guys know when that new gear is available. One final thing, if you'd like exclusive bonus episodes of the podcast, as well as exclusive bonus videos, they are available only to my Facebook subscribers. Become a Facebook supporter today and get immediate access to those benefits. You can do that by going to Talking Mopar's podcast on Facebook and clicking subscribe. That's it, my friends. Until we talk again, I am your host, Chris Albrecht, and that was Talking Mopar's.
Thank you for listening to Talking Mopars, your direct connection to all things Mopar. Until next time, remember, no Mopar left behind.